Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Trap nerds, trap nerds, real niggas like you never heard. We in this piece. Welcome, 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 welcome to another exciting episode of the Trap Nerds Podcast. How you guys doing this week? Dre, you and Grandma, uh, homecoming? I'm fucking tired. It's like shit, but uh, as y'all know, I'm back in Louisiana and shit, so I've just been moving. Uh, my bad, y'all. Then you know, I, I I feel like I've been slacking on shit. So you know, I finally got the studio and shit set up. So we coming back strong. I can do game night now. I got the I got the PC set up. So we back, baby. I just gotta still. I still got. I'm just moving shit up out the house, and I realized, damn, this nigga. He's a mechanic hoarder. You know how it's like. Oh, he he ain't one of them like niggas that like hoard hell. Like old ladies when they hell hoard hella clothes. He the type of nigga that yeah. hoard like a motor and never throw it away, thinking he still. You're never gonna have a use for this lawnmower motor. Why the fuck do you still have it? Type shit. He's one of them type niggas. You use so it's just me really getting out of it. See, he's that nigga. He's that, <laughs> it's been ten years. It's been ten years, nigga. That bitch been in there since I was high school. That bitch saw me go to college and drop out. Let it go. Just let it go. Same <laughs> shit. I got a reno- I already got to renovate this shit. Like, Jesus Christ. So shit, other than that, I got the first studio set up. So now it's just me cleaning up shit. Isn't it? Kicking it. We- Let's go Gremlin in this homecoming. But when I get back, though, we back on the griggity grizzine. Back- we back on stream with this shit. Homie. Back on stream? I was just going to say. Like, I haven't seen it in a while. I been it, then it's like I was streaming a little bit, but then it, I was streaming straight from the PlayStation, and you know the PS5 camera sucks. It does, yeah. So it it was like no cam me playing type shit. I started back on Dead Island. I'm running straight zombie shit this whole month type shit. And I yeah. ain't no Dead Island two first DLC drop next month. So I'm like, okay, let's get it. Yeah, I've been slacking on my streaming. We know. I have been slacking. Oh, we know. We know. <laughs> I ain't seen a notification knows. saying you. I suppose I did one. We know. I suppose did one Friday. I forgot, but I forgot I had to work. So nigga, yesterday. That's a, 
Yeah, I'm going to do it this Thursday. Well, actually, this Thursday, or are you trying to put it off for two weeks because this episode? No, no, no. This Thursday, actually, this Thursday, like, this Thursday, not the Thursday this podcast episode comes out, the Thursday before this podcast episode, I'm going to do it. Hey, y'all, just know we're going to come back next episode and let y'all know if he did it or not. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Who's next? Tony? How's your week? I'm pretty good. I read this news story about how uh, 89% of NFTs are worth literally nothing now. Bruh. Brings a little little joy to my heart, honestly. See that coming. We've seen that coming from the beginning. We've been saying oh, this yeah. is a scam for how long now? Y'all didn't believe us, damn it. Look at y'all now. Fucking broke. Remember when we was about to have that person on to talk about NFTs and they couldn't explain to us what NFTs was? We dodged the shit out there, but... Yeah, glad we lost that episode. <laughs> we dodged the sh- Oh, shit. Yeah, oh, I forgot about that. Did we lose that episode? Oh, wait. Yes, we did. Oh, yeah. Oh, good thing. Technical difficulties. Because I shared. Everybody, audio, it was like, nah, the connection was fucked up. Was I nervous? I forgot. I don't know. I don't know who you talking about right now, too. And that's what I had to think about it. Like, who the fuck? It ain't that many. It ain't that many people that we just like. Yeah, we shouldn't even post. This missed, ain't even missed episodes on. Yeah. So, so glad we dodged that. Yeah. Yeah. So, everybody uh, who got them is stupid. Everybody who made money <laughs> off of them is smart. Oh, they knew, right? They knew it's a big rug pull. I mean, honestly, that's what you're, most crypto you're, you're is. You're a scammer. A pull. You're a scammer. But, I mean, <laughs> you won, but you're still a scammer, nigga. True. Yeah. I played. Uh, some Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 3. It's uh, literally the same game. It's kind of crazy, actually. How much is it? It's out? So, for I don't know. Uh, the open beta is. Oh. So, I don't know how it works on console, but if you launch Call of Duty on PC, you can play Warzone, Modern Warfare 2, and Modern Warfare 3 all off Modern the same Warfare. client. Which you can, yeah, on, on console, you can play all three. Basically, it's still the same shit, but it's like... Say when it was Modern Warfare 2, it still had Modern Warfare. It was like Warzone, Modern Warfare, and Modern Warfare 2 type shit. And you could just pick which one you want to play. Yeah, but I know I when feel like uh, they I know it was Modern Warfare game, actually. and just have all of them type shit. And it's the same game file? Well, Damn near. It is. That, and that's what I mean. It doesn't, it doesn't swap your games out like it did for Modern Warfare 1 and 2. You just... It just starts. It's so it just it literally DLC. runs on the same engine. <coughs> it is. DLC. It is a seventy dollar DLC with no original maps. <laughs> it's the world but, we live in. You know, pe- people people gonna play it. So and they're gonna buy it. And it'll probably have the most sales of the year like it does every year. It's just a shame. Eli, how's your week? I finished uh the new episode of Project B. Ah. The show done mm-hmm. had Jimmy. I mean Jimmy. The show done had like all six episodes been solid, man. The prize. Yeah, they are. Yeah. They, all, they all been solid. Just man. six episodes? <laughs> <laughs> it was a plot twist for my ass. I seen it come it's with a only six episodes? Yeah, I already knew it was her. I thought it was Dickless Dude. No? You say Dre? It's only six episodes. That done came out yeah. so far, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So it's still going right now. <laughs> Good yeah. shit. Was that it? Was that it? 
<laughs> yeah, it is. I, I thought I thought I was fucking up. So the audience, for y'all who don't know, because some uh, a lot of the time those long pauses get cut out. He just stopped talking for like a good fifteen seconds. In the middle of what he was talking about, too, he didn't finish the statement. What he was saying, He's, I got I got to check out GMV. Yeah, no, it's good. It's, it's a good show. Uh, my week was good. Uh, so apparently I didn't do as bad as I thought I did on the Kenny Thompson thing because they invited me back for the finals. Uh, Hell yeah. Well, I can't Talk about it in Atlanta today. Wait, yeah, in Atlanta. Man, you could have. We could have pushed suck. this recording back. You could have gone. What are you talking no, about? No, first of all, uh, no, because I can't afford a flight to Atlanta right now or a hotel. We could have borrowed money. We could have borrowed money. I had to borrow money for the last trip, so you I could have stayed with. Me. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Drake. But uh, cut that out, Tony. Cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> if you was really about your business, you would have just drove down there. If you was really about your business, uh, you I am about my business. Quick. I am about my business. My car is not. I don't trust my car. Drive. <laughs> Only thing I need is is I need to get a new spare tire and an alignment. My car will be able to drive. To anywhere I want to again. Nigga, I could have drove you and I and I could have been your manager that weekend. Yeah, but nah, it's it's I didn't I didn't I found out Wednesday. That's when I found out about it. And, you had uh, all week. No, I had two days. <laughs> could have made it. But uh, no, it's just you know maybe I didn't do as bad as I we thought. Call Charlemagne or some <laughs> hey, So what was the point of going when you knew you couldn't go to the next one? I didn't know. I, I didn't know it was a final, so I thought that was it. Man, you didn't read none of the instructions in the the final. Yes, I did. It's nowhere in the instructions. They it's nowhere in the instructions. They they did it uh, a second round because uh, uh, they wasn't sure who they wanted out of the first round, so they hit, went ahead and did a second round and made it the finals. Um, it's okay. Opportunity to come again when I have money to to be able to fly out and stuff like that, but. uh what else I do? I didn't do anything else. It's, like I said, I've been slacking on the streaming. I'm not. I'm actually going to uh, do the Lego build uh, this Thursday. And then the Thursday, when this episode released, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to order. Today, I'm going to order the other car for uh, Dominic. Is it Toretto? Yeah. No. Toretto is, is dumb. Uh, O'Connor. I'm 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 order Brian O'Connor Skyline. I'm going to do that one. The green this one? Episode. No, no. The blue and silver one. Yeah, the green one. Uh, he had his first car was a green one. I thought it was blue and silver. You're right. So the, he did drive a Skyline. Yeah, the Skyline is because I know but a lot But that of was in Too Fast, too, too Furious. No, I thought the green was in Too Fast and Too Furious. No, the green one was in the first one. That was a 95 Mitsubishi Eclipse. Hmm. Yeah, I know because that car was in Burnout 3, and I I love that damn car. Oh, learn something new every day. But, uh, yeah, so... um. I'm gonna do that car this week. This when if it comes early enough. Yeah, that's all I got for this week. Um, we're gonna go to a quick break, but when we come back, horror movie stuff after this. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, 
further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, We have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways I imagine you haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Margaret Atwood, Questlove, Kate Blanchett, and Oscar Isaac. If that sounds like a varied group of people, it's because it is. I always wanted to make a show where one week we could sit with a politician like Beto or Rourke, the next an author like Min Jin Lee, or TV titans like Bill Hader and Quinta Brunson. Basically, this is a podcast driven by curiosity and an abundance of research conversations where people actually start to sound like people. In recent weeks, I sat with Dan Levy, Ava DuVernay, Benny Safdie, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I hope to see you there. And we are back. So is the Wien of Hello, the Wien of Hello. <laughs> oh, speak, speaking of which, I'm I'm going to be doing a, a an original creepy pasta scary story horror narration as a side quest on Halloween. So look out for that. No, as for uh, the podcast, it'll be a side quest. Can't wait to hear that. Uh, Halloween's coming up, so we didn't, we want to get some little Halloween talk, some little horror movie talk in this episode. Uh, so what we're going to talk about is our top three favorite horror movies of all time. Uh, we're going to give an example, just talk a little bit about them and the reason why they're our favorites. Uh, random order. Tony. My top three. No, don't choose me. I I was ready for a one. I always do top one. Then y'all want to do top one or top three. I said top three. You should have heard it. Top three said, horror all movies. All you said was top Halloween movie. I said three. Or top Halloween scary movie. It was one of those. I said three. Well, Dre. All right. All right. I got it. I got you it. You go okay. first then, nigga. I, well, I don't have mine yet, so that's why I'm picking people. Uh, Tony, go ahead. <laughs> what you got? 
<laughs> so, uh, number three, I'm going to pick 13 Ghosts. It's okay. classic. It's good. Uh, number two would have to be Jeepers Creepers, because that, that movie actually scared me when I was a kid. <laughs> I think I had trouble sleeping the night I saw that movie. Mm-hmm. And then my first is Event Horizon, because mm. cosmic horror is one of my favorite genres, and that, it always gets me. What's Event Horizon about? Uh, it's when they go. It's in the future. They they hear from a ship who disappeared. Who was tra- uh, oh, and the ship got zombies on. Who it. Was first practicing. No, they don't have zombies on it. it nah, they wins. I I don't know what the fuck to call them motherfuckers. Miss opportunity. This, oh, okay. No, so they. Oh no, Event Horizon. Wait. Yeah, they went through a portal, or they they were trying out wormhole travel, and uh, the ship co- shows up like. 20 years later or something and they go to it and they go through all the records and find out that it basically went through hell whatever dimension they went through was hellish and it brought back some evil force or entity that affects the crew and it was Satan. yeah it's it's really <laughs> it's really good <laughs> oh okay well if you, if you haven't seen it i mean you should definitely watch it it's it, it holds up i mean there's like moments where the cgi is like eh. But it's still I mean, it's old school. It's still like an older movie, though. So I, I would I look past the CGI mistakes. I could go. I could go. Uh, if, I, if you can't go, I can go. Oh, I'm good. I got it. All Let right. me try to get as much as I can in for my PC. That goddamn. But uh, probably say first off is it. That was uh, like one of the beginning of me saying fuck clowns and everything they stand <laughs> for. Uh, shit, funny shit, House of a Thousand Corpses, cause. I just fuck with Rob Zombie movies type shit. Which it's one, Halloween which one was too, but House of a Thousand Corpses was the first one. Then it was The Devil's Rejects. Oh, was that House about of the, the Thousand Corpses? Was, House of Thousand Corpses when, the, yeah, when yeah. they were on the trip and they got, they got uh, ambushed and their tires got flat and stuff. They had to go in the house. And stuff like oh, that. okay. Yeah. Niggas I was wild. That was, that. that was pretty gory for, you know, for our childhood. And then last, I probably had to go with What's another one that just, I could say, fuck me up? I just had it in my mind real quick. Ah, damn it. You know, funny shit, I can say that I always just, that's when, the, about the last time, I, that was like the beginning of the, the footage shit, the fucking me uh Blair Witch Project. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because them niggas was just lost in the woods, losing they fucking mind. He's trying to go get footage of it. I do love the lost footage stuff too. That that's one. The second one, the second one sucked, but that first one was chef kiss. Goddamn. The mystique had already been broken with the when the second one came out. It was already broken yeah, by the end. Right. Then they went meta and shit. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, I tried. <laughs> Good job, buddy. You tried. All right, Xavier. What's your? Um, my three favorite is Paranormal Activity. I really like those. I know it's found out like we that they was fake, but even though we I knew that they was fake, I still like the sequels and everything from it for the, some reason. The what first one I actually didn't know it was fake. So like I I actually stumbled across the movie before it was out in theaters. It was like a pre release version and I stumbled across it while I was deep in the, the search for weird shit online. And they're like they're like, it was it was shaped up like here, look at this video. Uh this is the accounts. And it was the whole movie played out. And then the ending was different from the theatrical ending mm-hmm. because it was like 
It goes to the cop. You know how in the theatrical one it has the little jump scare at the end? This one didn't have that. It just it cuts off when she walks back towards the room, and that's it. There's no jump scare or anything. It made it seem more realistic, and there were no credits. So when I when I first saw it, I was like, "Holy shit, this is some scary shit." <laughs> yeah, it it, it 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 was. And I always used to like um the like paranormal, not paranormal, like a hunting those little documentaries about like hunting like hunted destinations and stuff like that, and uh like ghost adventures. I always watch show like watch shows like that. So seeing something like that was pretty dope because it just showed like. Real, real, like, poltergeist stuff, like, little things moving. You hear footsteps and stuff like that. And, man. I, it has a good, has good uh, pacing. Yeah, it does. It, it does. And I, I like the The last one I saw was the woman that, when they was doing the Mexican family. And she was doing the cross with the egg. And the dude, the demon stopped the thing. And then they cracked the egg. It was all black and stuff. I was like, oh, this shit crazy. Oh, uh, my third one. Uh... It actually is also Jeepers Creepers. Uh, that movie got to me. <laughs> and did the song, too. I remember when I heard that song in real life. and it Oh, it bro. Of, oh. It freaked me out when I heard it in real life. <laughs> I was like, oh, wait, hold on. <laughs> I don't like this. Uh, yeah, I was like, no. It was Luckily, it happened in daytime, so I was like, okay, nothing can happen. But still. That's like, not it, true. That's uh, not true. That, you can he he only attacks at night. He no, he doesn't. Oh well, he was in the truck in the daytime. That yeah, when that yeah. bus got attacked, it was, day, it was broad daylight, wasn't it? No, yeah. it was daytime. No, when <laughs> no, the, they, no, it was broad day. No, it was he didn't start. He, no, they got their the stuff flattened. He threw the spikes in the day, and he came at night. Oh well, uh, that movie was scary. Uh, it was kind of badass too, because the dude was just sitting there with his shotgun, waiting for the motherfucker to wake up. Like I was just waiting on him to wait up, wake up again. That's how all my life duty is. Sit there with a shotgun and shoot it when it wakes up. But uh, yeah, scary movie. Um, and lastly, this is a newer one that came out. Uh, The Curse of La Llorona. That movie was scary. Really? That yeah. arguably is the worst one. What I, that of movie. the whole like little horror verse that has going on? Cause I, uh, cause real like scary movies really don't scare me like that. Cause I'm like, yeah, it's definitely fake. That's why Paranormal Activity got to because this like it it was. That was taking accounts from like real actual like hunting, like shit moving and stuff like that. But uh, that movie, nah. I mean, like movies like The Nun and stuff like that uh, doesn't scare me. You know what? No, because Pet Cemetery wasn't scary either. Uh, I liked it though. But yeah, yeah, La La Rona. It was pretty scary. I don't know. I don't know if it's the story behind the lady drowning her kids and stuff like that. But that well, that's movie, a real that's a real story. Uh, yeah, yeah. All that. Y'all, y'all yeah. parents will be telling y'all that she gonna come if y'all don't go to bed too. That, that's crazy. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> she like y'all boogeyman. Uh, but, uh, honorable mention to Hunting on Hill House. Uh, that movie, that series on Netflix, that movie series was freaking scary. The Haunting on Hill House? Yeah. Anywho. <laughs> <laughs> I had just finished my list. Uh, it was Paranormal Activity, Jeepers Creepers, and, uh, Curse of La Llorona. <laughs> yeah. But kind of mad at me. Everybody don't like it. It's just scary. I don't know why it scared me, but it was scary. I guess because the way the lady looked or whatever. It got to. I had dreams about it. Eli, what's your favorites? Uh, everybody know me. I'm not a big horror movie fan. They one note. The acting is usually bad. The storylines are usually single. Single. Li- they linear. Too linear for me. I'm just being honest. I'm not a big horror fan. But my favorite three favorite Halloween movies are number three, James and the Giant Peach. Love that movie. <laughs> No, number two, 
What what you looking at me like that for? Why James is dead? That's a horror movie. I do. That's I do a Halloween enjoy. movie. I do enjoy. <laughs> that's that a Halloween movie. movie. And when you was a kid, when they, when I was a kid, it was a horror movie. That's that movie is scary for kids to watch. I used that's to watch movie. that movie a lot. Yeah, fuck. Uh, number number two, uh, Halloween Town. Right. A really, really, really good Halloween movie. And Does that movie hold up today? Yeah, yeah, it still hold up. It still yeah. hold up. I'm gonna go watch it while I get done with the podcast. Uh, <laughs> the acting still bad, no, but it's, it's a decent channel. Well, no, I ain't gonna say that because this channel movie. Uh, the the little boy is the best actor in that movie. Um, and number one, Charlie Brown Halloween, the best Halloween movie of all time. The Charlie Brown pumpkin. Halloween. It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. <laughs> I got a rock. I got a sticker doodle. Why he get rocks all the time? Though? I never understood that. Because he got a rock head and his costume was trash. That's, why. <laughs> that's, that's what that's you stuff. deserve, nigga. I still can't wait to the Thanksgiving one when she about to, she go off on that nigga for having a terrible Thanksgiving. What the hell is this, Chuck? <laughs> well, she didn't say what the hell is this. Well, she might as well. She went off on that nigga for that whole Thanksgiving dinner. Where's the turkey, Chuck? Popcorn? Who eats popcorn? I was like, dang, bro. She is going off on him. No. Anyway, let's give it. Yeah, the food's going to be good. Anyways, did you give you a three? That was all three of them. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that, that was three. Well, that was the segment of horror. Happy Halloween, people. Uh, those are our horror movies. You know what? Hit us up. Let us know what your favorite ones are and why. And uh, we'll respond to them on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Let your boys know. We got to go to a quick break, but when we come back, Activision and Blizzard stuff happening after this. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table 
and speak from the heart in ways I imagine you haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Margaret Atwood, Questlove, Kate Blanchett, and Oscar Isaac. If that sounds like a varied group of people, it's because it is. I always wanted to make a show where one week we could sit with a politician like Beto or Rourke, the next an author like Min Jin Lee, or TV titans like Bill Hader and Quinta Brunson. Basically, this is a podcast driven by curiosity and an abundance of research. Conversations where people actually start to sound like people. In recent weeks, I sat with Dan Levy, Ava DuVernay, Benny Safdie, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I hope to see you there. And we are back. So, what y'all got? Activision Blizzard, some uh, shaking the movie happened. What y'all got? Microsoft finally closed the deal on Activision Blizzard, making Call of Duty, Diablo, Overwatch, StarCraft, and Candy Crush a part of Microsoft, which is wild because I didn't know Activision owned Candy Crush until just now. <laughs> Microsoft is becoming Thanos a little bit. Yeah, this is a deal that was announced back in 2021. Uh, I think it had, they had got in trouble, right? They were starting to face lawsuits for some uh-huh. reason. Everybody yeah, like, down. nigga, this is, you're trying to become a monopoly a little bit. What are you doing? Exactly, yeah. $69 billion purchase. Ooh. I thought it would be like up in the hundreds, but I mean, that's still. You thought it'd be a hundred billion? Yeah. I don't I'm know. I think they this got, was just like Microsoft had, putting their dick on the table. Right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we know they got money, but yeah. It's like, y'all fucking up. Let's buy y'all this out. It's wild that they still kept Cuz president over there at the Ottawa. Oh, that's the really one with the fucking the... milk bed. Okay, yeah, they deserve yeah. Never mind $100 billion. Well, Co- uh, so Kodak is actually only staying till the end of the year, thankfully. Okay. God. Okay. He shouldn't even be there at all. That he really shouldn't. But, you know, people with money can do whatever. He's just sitting at his big desk sniffing freaking baby milk. Breast milk. You know he's still doing it. <laughs> it's this thing, man. Nasty. He owns his homelander. That's what he owns. Yeah. <laughs> <Structure laughs> so I still he, can't get over how he drunk that milk, though. He was, he was tonguing it, bro. Oh, he, he was, was tonguing it. Yeah. 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 Why did he have, have like a thick like consistency to it, too? Teddy milk. Breast milk, yeah. Because <laughs> it was old, man. She was dead, remember? <laughs> <laughs> that nigga was uh, doing, whiffing that bitch like it was wine. Yeah. So he got, so they still got out okay after all that stuff. So they still get $68 billion. Uh, what do y'all think this means for for both of them? What do y'all think is going to come up this? Think it, things uh, going to change? I hope good because Activision Blizzard has needed a huge leadership shakeup for like, well, shit, like years now. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> damn, that decade. And, uh, it's been going man. down for a while. It, yeah, the, la- the last few years especially, it's been really spiral in that drain and i hope and it's mainly because a bunch of employees came out and they're like yeah investors get to make the calls they make the big calls on games that's why you see all these predatory like microtransactions in cod and uh, what's going on with overwatch and their transactions and it's like i hope when they move with microsoft that won't be a thing because microsoft is really good about letting studios do their own thing and so I'm just, I'm hoping that continues. Uh, I do hope that, you know, these 10,000 people that are getting 
shift it over and don't get cut. Because that'll suck. I'm pretty sure that's probably what's going to happen. They're going to have layoffs. Nah. I mean, most of then everybody that, like, Microsoft done bought out already still intact. Unless they, yeah. unless they flop. <laughs> I mean, really, honestly, they need more uh, more than just devs. They they lost under Codex little rule. They've, they have, I think it was like 5% of their customer service that they had only uh, four years ago before COVID. They cut up, they cut off 95% of their customer service. And that included QA testers. Damn. Yeah, I mean, but the customer service, isn't it just like the telemarketers in India? No. No. No, that's their in-game support and stuff like that. Like and the QA the testers are the... Up, that's who we got to let know shit is fucking up so they can fix it. Yeah, and the, and the QA testers are the ones who test patches and content before they're released. And be, ever since they've done that, every every patch or every release they've had since then has been a buggy mess. And it shows. Like, it shows Red that ball. they lost their QA team. And so I, I really ball. hope that we, we can get some more of those people back. By the way, Redfall, uh, I don't know if you saw, there was a story a few days ago that Redfall on Steam doesn't have enough people to form a team playing it. And the team is four people. So basically, the the player base does not exist, basically, is what you're telling me. Yeah, and they updated it um, last week, I believe, to fix a bunch of issues that were on the console and finally make it 60 FPS. I mean, that is and too late. It is because also, and I totally forgot this until someone mentioned it. It doesn't have matchmaking, so even if there Wait, was a player base, so it doesn't match. It even work. So you got to do well, this, like have just gotta, a group of people you know. You got to scam your friends into playing. Right. Oh, that's <laughs> and that's the that's even that's even more fucked up. Money hungry shit. And when they know it sucks. Yeah, I mean now they're just doing stuff out of like contractual obligation. So. That game's yeah. gonna die as soon as they're as soon as they finish that last little content they have to they're obligated to do. That game oh, is being sent to hell. That server, dead. <laughs> yeah. They're like, well, we tried. <laughs> oh, Diella. <laughs> well, um, so that's all y'all got on the Activision Blizzard situation. I mean, at least yeah. EA uh, didn't get them. Just... <laughs> oh yeah, I know, dude. I would... <laughs> at least that didn't happen. We have to pay them. That would have been scary. It. Exactly. So it should be microtransactions the game. <laughs> uh, but you also got some Dragon Ball announcement that came out. Uh, what you got on that? They bringing back Dragon, Dragon Ball, Ball GT, y'all. <laughs> at, uh, at New York Comic Con, Toei Animation announced a brand new Dragon Ball anime series coming next fall. It's called Dragon it's Ball Daima. It's supposed to be written by the man himself, too. So. Yep, Akira Toriyama is heavily involved with the production process and the writing. In fact, he they even made a statement that Akira Toriyama has been deeply involved beyond his usual capacity, overseeing the original work, story, character design, and more. I'm just gonna say they they using that as a nostalgia factory. Uh, Goku got Goku got a stick back. What's the name of that stick thing he got? They just doing it for the Dragon Ball nostalgia. Uh, he got a sneak back. I see the, dra- the dragon from Dragon Ball is there. They doing a whole bunch of stuff from, from when he was a child of Dragon Ball. So you know the 40th anniversary come up next year. Dragon Ball is going to be 40 years old next year. Came out in 1984. So. That's not when he was born, wasn't it? 
Nope. <laughs> Not at all. Shit. I wasn't born in 1984, though. Dang, I wouldn't even thought about it. This nigga finna be 40. Damn. He already is. Man, I ain't gonna be 40 to my what, eight more years, boy. I got a while after turn 40. <laughs> Damn, Grandpa. No. Nah. And then I'm when I turn 40, Xavier, you turn 40. Grandpa. When I turn 40, you turn 40 like a year later, Xavier. So what are you talking about, man? No, no, uh, two years, sir. Get it straight. Ain't no two years, a year and 10 months, boy. Lord, you, Lord, you 13 years older than me, bro. Don't God lie, don't damn. lie. Don't lie. If I'm 13 years older, man, you be aging hard. Cause I, I sure look younger than you. <laughs> that is funny. Why they give him a stick back? We, I, no, why, no one knows. Is he weak? Is this her? That's what I'm saying. I feel like the only way this makes sense is if they make everybody weak again. Because he's, he's still going to be a Super Saiyan then or a Super Saiyan God or whatever. And a Where the fuck is this God in the timeline? No, because he couldn't. I thought his body when he was. Kid, they explained to GT, I think, that he can't handle going Super Saiyan when he's a kid or something. He was still, he was extra strong with GT, though. He was still strong when he was a kid in GT. The, he was strong, he wasn't dragged about by a lot. He went Super Saiyan, but he didn't go past Super Saiyan. Which Can we get annoying. Super Saiyan phobic? Man, oh, I don't sure. want that Super Saiyan phobic. I, I like the Super, Super Saiyan, Saiyan Really? I enjoy Nothing Super beats Saiyan, Ultra Instinct, bro. Ultra Instinct is the best transformation I ever seen in my life. Now, picture Super Saiyan 4 Ultra Instinct. Oh. Ultra Instinct. And then, what's uh, Goku's call? Dang, uh, I, I mean, Gohan, so I forgot uh, what his thing's called. But. Yeah, I don't know what his called. And then Vegeta, too. He got the, the true blue or whatever that shit's called. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be pretty cool. I mean, I I I gotta I don't know. I gotta watch this shit. and just, I gotta get this a few episodes. But right now... So that I, means he, he probably gonna have the Nimbus back, too. Them oh my god! Wish them all kids or something like that, and then that's what it the story. Like. I guess the dragon was there, and then the all dragon, of a sudden it was yeah. kids. When that's is weird. this? Because our next fall twenty twenty four. Yeah. No, I'm talking about in the actual Dragon Ball time. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I I was thinking the same thing. It's like they look like it looked like everybody was there. It looked like they was all grown up, and everybody was there. It looked like it was Dragon Ball Super timeline to me. Yeah, yeah it is. What you Herpia don't know. There. Oh, wait, Beerus is in there, too. So, yeah, it is. It is. It's them so. babies going to be in the next tournament of power. It's going to be like Universe Rant 73 or some shit. Mm-hmm. I can't believe Dragon Ball is, is 40 years old, though. I, if it's be 40 years old, I can't believe that. Yeah, they've been going for old. a minute. I still can't believe Dragon I... Z92? We, 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 we was but a thought in our parents' eye when this, when this, right. when this came out, man. We were stealing our daddy's nut sack when this came out, man. I'm so joking. Man, it's, it's wild, man. And I still can't get over how long ago Dragon Ball Z came out on TV. It's timeless. That's a, that was a long time. 90s, man. 90s. That's replay value, I tell you. What? <laughs> uh, well, um, that's all we got on the Dragon Ball Z situation. Moving on. We they're got... doing it. They're, you know, they're doing everything but continue the damn story for Super. Yep. That's what they about to want. I don't know why they want to do that. Yeah, that's right. the that's the most messed up thing about it. Like they got a whole that Dragon Ball Heroes where it's a whole bunch of non-canon stuff happening, and it's like I don't know. They made that's... two banger movies, and then they came finish Superman. I wish they put the time and love they put in the movies that they put into the original series. Man, that's all I want. Yeah, yeah, man. Anyway, send to my rant there. Yeah. <laughs> well, moving on, we got another segment of heroes or villains. <laughs> In today's segment, we're going to Miami Gardens, Florida, where a 39-year-old woman was arrested uh, last week, months after she allegedly robbed a man of his nearly million-dollar uh, Richard Milley watch. The watch is about seven hundred, worth about seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. 
She's basically Rick going by. She's a really good pickpocket. She's stealing people watches. Using a little two-finger method to go on like what David Blaine do. Go on people watching. She's stealing. Uh, the way she got magician. caught, the way Son- Sonia Monting- Montenegro Balanos uh, got caught was she was walked up to a guy and she slipped her fingers on his watch. He felt her doing it and he looked and the guy, <laughs> Pauls, he, he yelled, rape. I'm so and jumped then, out. <laughs> he's like, rape. That's hilarious. And uh, she was caught and subdued and she's now been sent to jail. Like I said, the watch was valued at seven hundred fifty thousand uh, um, dollars. The arrest warrant states that Montenegro Balanos approached the thirty-eight-year-old victim on April second as he was on a pedestrian sky bridge, getting ready to leave the stadium. So I think this happened at uh, this happened at the tennis game. I forget what was the tennis. The Miami Open. This happened at the Miami Open, which where is it? Apparently, there's a lot of rich people there. She was hitting. She was doing what they be doing. What the girl did. What Margaret Robbie did on that movie with Will Smith. Oh, yeah, shout out to Will Smith. Uh, hey, moment of silence. Moment of silence. Oh, wait for somebody to bring it up, boy. And my friends like, like Jada Pinkett and Smith, you don't need enemies, bro. With her, with her in your life, you don't need no enemies. I don't know what that is. Why moment does she keep doing this to this man? He doesn't I, deserve I, I, it. I was confused when he when he called me his wife at the, at the Oscars or the war show. Y'all still married? What are you talking about, man? What are you oh, talking Y'all went there together. What you thought this was? Just get a divorce. Like we don't need. Why? How, I, why do we keep hearing about y'all? Why do we know so much about y'all? I was confused. Yeah, bro. I was confused. It's two years. Just, it's two years later, man. We don't need to hear this, man. That just made yeah. that entire slap worthless. Every time you go, every time you turn around, she on Tupac uh, uh, Shlong talking about. She was my soulmate. You know, he proposed to me, uh, to me from jail and stuff. Like, come on, man. Go to work, man. You're married. Tupac ain't want you. Bruh, it's uh, like, let it go. She even said, she even told him that Chris Rock tried to holler at her. I was like, wow. She, got your kids I don't know why she writing, like Harrison Wilson. Got your kids I, I writing Tupac letters after he already dead and shit. I don't know why she liked to embarrass it, Will. I don't know what he did to her. Like, what did she want to embarrass him? What did he him. do to get that nigga that mad? You know, when I read his book, in his book he put, she basically didn't want to get married. Like, she, she I, felt I, like I, she was I, forced to get married. And I'm like, we see. You're yeah, 50 see years now. old now. What are you talking about? You, yeah. You're a grown woman. Didn't nobody force you to do anything. You could have got, uh, got divorced. Like, y'all separated for like seven years, you said. You could have been yeah. a got divorced. She, she having a TV show or something come out while she started talking about this stuff again? Because this came out of nowhere. No, she got a book coming out. Oh, And it looks okay. self-absorbed and retarded, too. stupid <laughs> bald head right there. But she, I, 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 don't, I don't give a blank, man. She is making me mad, bro. This this what make niggas hate women, man. Stuff like this, man. This, uh, I don't know what this is, man. That lady is a terrible woman, but she is a damn good actress. That's all hey, I got to say. Just press F to pay respects to Will, y'all. <laughs> go ahead and go with the story, man. If I get extra misogynistic on this one, boy, hero oh, goes to the next story, bro. But yeah, she got arrested. Uh, that's all we got on that. What y'all say, hero villain? I say, uh, I wish I knew this lady personally so she could steal some more watches for me. Uh, no, the nigga that yelled rape is the real hero because equality. <laughs> he's yeah. the real hero of this story. He stopped a super. What else? What's her yeah. name? Uh. It's something with Negro in it. Wait, that shit was Negro, in Florida, bro. though? 
Yeah, Santa Clara. Ooh, racist, I, I hope I hope he don't get killed. Oh, you said Montenegro, right? Yeah, no. Uh, that that what you said? Thirty-nine year old woman. Yeah, yeah, Montenegro. Sonia Montenegro she, Balanos. She's probably Cuban, bro. No, so, she's Colombian. Uh, oh, she that's even worse. Yeah. She's a non-immigrant. She was on a non-immigrant visa, so she was illegal. Oh, that's not illegal, bro. <laughs> that's oh. not she got a visa. What are you talking about? It's a non-immigrant visa. <laughs> that's a visa. She that means she's allowed to be here, but she's not an immigrant, bro. Oh my I'm bad. So I'm so dead. Uh, great yeah. time. <laughs> 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 this is illegal. <laughs> Love our talks. Love our talk. <laughs> this happened at the Miami Open. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, Dre, uh, you know, Tony, them your cousins, right? What you got to say about it, bro? Yeah, I'm so Tony, That's even more racist than what I said. But okay, <laughs> nah, no affiliation. Never mind. Tony from Central America. They from South America. Never mind. It's a whole yeah. different continent. They're from North South America. They, you know, it's it's like I know somebody who uh. Was offered twenty thousand dollars to marry a Colombian woman so she could get her citizenship. I would have did. That is a thing. I would have did. Would have did it too. Especially if I would have did. It's easy. Like you gotta do wife stuff for at least six months before you you free. Tell whoever that was to pass on to me. I go ahead and do it for. This happened years ago. Um, I don't think his offers on table anymore. Yeah, but if you're out there and you want to have a legal, non illegal marriage, weak. Uh, just know you're not getting any of this money over here when y'all divorce, but. At least you got going price is twenty thousand dollars. Yeah, just know I'm. What is I'm that, writing that one it. show? I'm, this prenup is getting. This prenup gonna be. No, it's a, it's a fake marriage. It's not. It's a fake marriage. It's not real. I, oh yeah, you do might have to do a prenup. What you talking about, Tony? There's a there's a show that's like that that. Uh, Wait, ninety day fiance. Dude, he, yeah, that's it. Ninety day fiance. Talking about with Big Ed, the nigga that's, with no neck. Uh, yeah. Yeah, let's go. Well, that was years ago, boy. Y'all didn't even get back up on the new episodes, bro. They out of this world, bro. We're going to have a on that show. Right, is it the same the couples, or do they got some new <laughs> people now? Why would I be on get the show? New people every season, then they have shows where they come back, and like uh, 90, 90 Day Fiance, Happily Ever After, where they bring the old couples back. They have, they have like, this this new show where they, like, do group counseling to save their marriage. Boy, they got 90 Day Fiance people eating good, boy. Eating real bro, good. I remember it was. Why would like, I be on the show? Because you're gonna try to bring someone over. <laughs> like, oh, I'm, I shit you not right. The nigga, it was like it. Was, I want to say it was like a white lady and a Hawaiian nigga, and she met the nigga on vacation and basically brought him back to stay with her and shit. He's a mo. He's, he's a mo. Yep. That's they, they on the new nigga series right now. Mom and they his mom right was now, like, huh? Wait, what you say? They on a new series right now. Them two. You lying. Oh, ca- the counseling season. Yep. Bro, they mama and sister was wild and talking about you got to give us, like, they basically was expecting, like, her. Because you took our son and he, he was he was the nigga paying our bills, you got to pay our bills. And I was like, yo, y'all are wild. Wow. Yeah, not that they fiance was, was lit. I got to go back and watch it down there because, bro, they had some couples on there. You know what I ain't been on in a minute? My sister. Them the only dudes like, I wouldn't miss with. Them the only dudes I wouldn't, the only dudes I wouldn't miss with. Some more oh, yeah, niggas. I ain't got time for that, bro. I ain't on it. I ain't got smoke. <laughs> do not want to get smoke at all, my man. I, I, I feel like we do. I, nah, you just fat. I see the picture of some no, of they, they look in shape just, just like us. It's okay. You just fat. I, I, don't, I don't want that smoke at all yeah. from the s'mores, bro. 
that's the thing yeah, about Samoan. They be fat, but they can handle the fat. It's like hip bones. Don't, don't try to make your, your don't try to make <laughs> that your reason you're fat. No. Yeah. No, I wouldn't. I'm just that's not how it works. Fat. They can handle the fat. They still be athletic. Nigga like, oh, they fat. I'm fat too. I'm Samoan. <laughs> I saw a picture of one like indigenous one that looked just like us. I hate you so much right I now. Like, just know that. I did. I was like, what the fuck? Am I Samoan? No. You are a nigga. What we talking about? <laughs> I'm such... <laughs> what we got next, y'all? <laughs> what we talking about? Heroes and villains, man. <laughs> no, that was the last one. That's all I had. Uh, well, we got to go to a quick break. But when we that's come so back, Eli's Corner after this. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways I imagine you haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Margaret Atwood, Questlove, Kate Blanchett, and Oscar Isaac. If that sounds like a varied group of people, it's because it is. I always wanted to make a show where one week we could sit with a politician like Beto or Rourke, the next an author like Min Jin Lee, or TV titans like Bill Hader and Quinta Brunson. Basically, this is a podcast driven by curiosity and an abundance of research. Conversations where people actually start to sound like people. In recent weeks, I sat with Dan Levy, Ava DuVernay, Benny Safdie, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I hope to see you there. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. 
And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. And we are back. So, Eva, what you got? Today I got some some of the, the 100 best um, movie quotes. I want to see how many of y'all, how many of these y'all know. This first one da, da, comes da, up from... Comes up from What's Up Doc. Have y'all ever seen What's Up Doc? Bugs Bunny? Mm. No. I was about to say, what's that's up? the only What's Up Doc I know. I'm not going to lie. And okay. This quote comes from What's Up Doc. That's it. Y'all probably know the quote still, because a lot of these you can know without even seeing the movie, because you done heard these somewhere in passing okay. or something. All right, one of them. Love me is never having to say what? Goodbye. Nope. No, I do. No. no? Tony, you got a guess? No, I've never heard of that. Love me is never having to say you're sorry. Man, you know y'all never heard that. Ah, oh, damn. I ain't never I, that, that was, I, 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 I was about quote. to say it again. I was about to say that, but I was like, damn, I went already. Okay, let's, let's see where ne- we at right now. Next, we got, this was from Braveheart, all right? Even though it wasn't historically accurate, it was the one, uh, still good, a really good movie, man. Cool. They may take our lives, but they'll never take our blank. Freedom! <laughs> Freedom! Yeah. 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 Yep. Let me get my one. I, this this will come from um uh this will come from uh in the heat of the night, nineteen sixty seven. Uh, everybody know this man. You should if you black. They call me Mister Blank Penis. What? They call me Mister B. How you doing, Mister B? Mister Tibbs, man. Mister Brightside. What's no. going on? No, Mister Tibbs, man. Y'all never heard of Mister Tibbs? <laughs> no. No. Oh my God. Because we were uh, born in the seventies, like he's sixties. Yeah, that's kind of that's some uncultured movie watchers here, man. All right, next we're gonna move out to okay. If you let my daughter go now, that'll be the end of it. I will not look for you. I will not pursue you. But if you don't, I will look for you. I will find you, and and I will blank as Liam uh, Neeson. I will kill you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Special set of skills, bitch. <laughs> you Indian stole my goddamn daughter. Try to sell her on the black market. Why she can speak French? That's literally the plot of the story. Why are you talking about Indians though? What the hell? Yeah, happened? why they were Indians? They were Indians. <laughs> they they wasn't, were definitely bro. Indians. They were some kind no, of they Egyptians. Bro. Or they, they, they were Eastern European, bro. Egyptian? They, they were brown. They had brown skin though. Well, that mean they was Egyptian. Oh, Tony Ray, they Egyptian, right? I said some kind of chi- some kind of Egyptian. That no, that's that's two different parts of the continents. Bro. One is in Africa. By, they they're not that far away from each other. One is in Africa, one is in Asia. What are you talking about? <laughs> they, both start, they both start with AIDS. It's somewhere in there. All right. Y'all, y'all know what movie this quote is from? You Complete Me. The Office. Uh, no. <laughs> the Notebook. No, Jerry Maguire, man. I've never you seen that movie. Uh, it sounds... Is that with Tom Cruise? 
Okay. Yep, yeah. Tom Cruise, yeah. Jerry Maguire. All right. My name is Maximus Decimus Meridius, commander oh. of the armies of the North, general of the Felix Legions, and lawyer servant to the true emperor, Marcus Aurelius, father to a murder son, husband to a murder wife, and I will have my visions. Marquis. Y'all know, y'all know <laughs> where it's from? Gladiator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That is Great movie. You got terrible parents. Father to a murderous son and, and No, father wow. to a murderous son. Yeah. He he's crazy. His son got murdered, remember? Oh, so what'd you do? You're a bad dad then. No, he almost what? got killed. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I came back into? The fuck? <laughs> you muted. I gotta get my I gotta get my accent ready for this one. Y'all should know this one. It's gonna be as if. Accent. Oh, that was actually pretty good. Clueless? Uh, Clueless. Yep, Clueless, man. As if. I remember that one. Uh, uh, okay. Y'all should know what movie this is from, too. I'm walking here. I'm walking here. It's something New York. I just know it. Fuck. Nope, nope, not, nope. Fuck, I'm walking. I'm walking here. Shit, is this The Godfather? Nope. Is it Taxi Midnight Cowboy. Oh. Midnight Cowboy. What is Midnight Cowboy? Yeah, I Dustin Hoffman. Yeah, yeah, I saw that bitch like once. I know the quote. <laughs> right. I know the quote, but I definitely... It's like, I walk in okay. it I and forget about it. I thought that was like, I don't know. Oh, wow. This is this is not a good... Okay, this was from the Devil's Words, uh, Devil Wears Prada. Okay? Finish this quote. Damn good. I'm movie. just one stomach flew away from my blank. Death. Damn it. Uh, yeah, I think Xavier was the one who was going to get it. Promotion? My goal weight. My goal weight. Oh. <laughs> yeah, because it's not going to lie. All I'm saying is... Never seen Devil's Wear Prada. Never seen it. All I'm no, saying I've is that she it. wasn't Never that... Seen it she was not that terrible of a boss. There's been worse bosses out there. She started getting stuff <laughs> and, and perks and stuff for being her assistant. I think she's just... She ain't never been terrible shut the hell up before, and that's why she <laughs> didn't handle that job. Hey, it is people like... This next quote... This next quote come from a movie with a trilogy. It's the worst of the trilogy. You should know this one. This one's easy. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. Lethal Weapon? It's a movie. I, I know the quote. It's not it's a Lethal movie Weapon? Where Frankie Muniz, it's a movie where Frankie Muniz played a zebra, and the geese in that movie said that What'd same What'd you say, Drake? It's not Lethal Weapon? I forgot. Racing. Godfather 3. The Godfather. Oh. Godfather 3, man. I, 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 I fucking hated the Godfather 3, bro. Never seen it. Everybody kind of did. Everybody, now that I think about it, everybody hated uh, Godfather 3. Yeah, watch Racing Stripes. It's a better movie. Everybody should know where this one come on from. Wax on, wax off. Oh, uh, karate, karate Kid. Kid. Yep. I teach you wax on and wax Which, off. I need to watch Cobra. I need to finish Cobra Kai. <laughs> hey, I actually, it's straight. I fucked with it. I actually finished Cobra Kai. You will learn my kung fu. That kung fu is a joke. Hey, Lip was my <laughs> nigga. That nigga became a supervillain, got the mohawk, and lost his he shit. He sure did. <laughs> One nigga's out here. And I'm like, damn, why are kids just like dead ass? Like, what if you just go out and just walk to like your first period class and you see niggas dead ass kung fu fighting? <laughs> I watched, bro. <laughs> what do you, like, I like, do every other kid there was doing watch. Like, yo, uh, what class, wait, do All we right. got that as an right. electric? We'll do this movie. <laughs> <laughs> what movie do this quote come from? I don't want to survive. I don't want to survive. I want to live. 
Uh, I know it's something black. Is that uh, <laughs> yep. who? What he said? What you say? What? Twelve years of slave. Tw- I knew it. I knew it was something. I knew it was some slavery shit. <laughs> it just gave. Some All right, this one. When you heard. Yeah, and surviving, and it was very I'm hard. So surviving. This one. That'll do, pig. That'll do. Babe. Oh, babe. Babe. <laughs> that was my shit. That was my fucking child to one of my favorite fat Bruh. niggas, babe. That is so funny. A nigga asked me about that movie the other day, if I remember that shit. And I was like, nigga, are you talking about babe? <laughs> yeah. That'll do, pig. That'll do. He was fucking, he wanted to be a herder dog. My nigga had dream, and he got his dream come true. And he was herding them goddamn sheep. He figured out how the little code that he had to say to herd the sheep, and the sheep started listening. Man, that's some good character building right there. Go see Babe and Babe Pig in the city. Babe I was about to say, and you can't, you can't forget Babe 2, Pig in the city. <laughs> all right, this they start, one. They start arguing when they was out of food. The damn pigs is the one that's eating up all the food. This one is number 70 on the list. I wish I knew how to quit you. Oh, you purple? nasty. Brokeback Mountains. Wait, oh, Brokeback shit. <laughs> that, I, I forgot. That. It clicked right when you, I had Russell just said, oh, I do remember that part. Ah. They overhyped that movie. That movie is nothing but cowboy sex. That's all it is. No, that movie is sad as hell. That movie is sad as hell. I think if you take out the cowboy sex, nobody would want to watch that movie. And that was kind of the point. The, the acting was good. What are you talking about? It was the acting was good. The best part of the movie. Yeah. That boy when Jack Gyllenhaal act his butt off. When that nigga yeah. wife walked in on them just Super Saiyan making out <laughs> and ain't say shit for like six more years. <laughs> Why do you go to the mountains? I'm like, huh? Ah. Get the booty done. You always you going to the, the mountains dance. and you never, you say you going hunting, yet you never bring back shit you hunt. What the fuck <laughs> is going on? I was just saying how progressive we got, because I remember back in the day, if you said you watched Brokeback Mountain, you just going to get made fun of. Oh, yeah, you're super gay back then. You <laughs> <laughs> uh, went to go see Brokeback Mountain. No, I didn't. No, I did. I see, did not. We're critics now. We have to do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I only saw half of it, and I was like, yeah. But yeah, as a kid, up. I just thought it was, like, super gay. Then I finally watched it, and I was like, damn, this shit gets sad. Mm-hmm. They killed this one is from Jake Hall at the this- end. This one is from uh, Clint Eastwood. Finish this quote. This is from Sudden Impact. Go ahead. Shoot make my, my day. day. Yep. <laughs> make my day. Make my day. Go ahead. Make my day. Uh, and let me do a couple more of these. Low rank, rank one before I move to the top 10. Okay. We got at 62. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. That's a new hope, hope, ain't it? Star yep. Trek, a new nigga. I hate you so much. <laughs> Just know. Oh, this one. This one, this movie touched me, bro. This one of these movies that I almost made a oh, thug cry, but I'm a thug, so I don't this cry, but it almost childish. made a thug cry. Damn, thug. <laughs> you is kind. You is smart. Oh, it's not a black people movie, is it? You is important. The color, the color oh, purple? The, the, the help. The help. Like, damn, yeah. I don't know why I keep Every time I hear an old black movie, I think it's the color purple. Just, she made them eat doodle pots. <laughs> and apparently she made it good because they didn't know they was eating doodle. Wasn't that, like, middle school for us? No, nah, that was college. The help? Yeah. Look at that. 2011? Yeah. Yeah, I just remember seeing that in, in school. I remember in class. I don't know. This had to be a theater class. Because we watched the shit out the help. I'm like, why are we watching the help? <laughs> Fuck it. 
Next. All right, this is the last one. This is the last one before we move to the top ten. Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. Wizard of Oz. Oh yeah. That's right, Tony. Wizard of Oz. You, you, yeah, you, the man you, behind you the quick, curtain. You quick snap that one. <laughs> I actually went to see that when it I re-released in theaters. I wish I would have saw the Broadway one. It was too expensive. I'm still mad at my grandma for Lion King, R.I.P. But that nigga went just randomly went to go see Lion King on Broadway. I was dead ass jealous. Uh, I would yeah, love to see that no, show. No. All right, came to Dallas top- a couple times. I miss it every time. All right, we're in the top ten. All right, finish the quote. The first rule of uh, the first rule of Fight Club is you don't talk about don't Fight talk Club. About, about Fight Club. Yep, it's Fight Club. Yep, nineteen ninety nine. Damn, that was ninety nine. Right. Yep, yep. Shit. Number nine Ooh, on the best quotes of all time. Children. Number nine on the best quotes of all time. There's no place like home. The Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz. Why I doubted myself. Wizard of Oz. <laughs> Wizard of Oz. The Oz of Wizards. Next, number eight. You talking to me? You talking to me? What movie is that? You okay, is that, is that Taxi Driver? Dre Wright, yep, that's Taxi Driver. Okay, yeah. Robert I, De Niro. I, Robert De Niro. And look, I, I remember Robert De Niro I knew one was going to be Taxi Driver type shit. Robert De Niro improvised that the line. The script simply hey. uh, said, Travis speaks to himself in the mirror. Writer uh, Paul Schrader told the actor his character was just a little kid playing with guns and acting tough. Fully improvised line. Robert De Niro still put kids out of the atmosphere, too. It was a different beast. Him and Pacino was wilding when they was young acting. (laughs) Also, what was he in? Goodfellas and Casino, my two favorite De Niro movies. Yeah, Goodfellas. Uh, You flushed the coke. You flushed the coke. I'm also watching this movie with Morgan Freeman in it, him and Morgan Freeman in it, but it's like old guys that go to Las Vegas. Las Vegas. It's actually pretty decent. Oh, yeah, I heard. Yeah, I, I saw, like, bits and pieces of it. It was all right. Yeah. All right, number seven. I know y'all ain't going to know this one, because I didn't know this one, because i never seen this movie in full. Of all the gin joints in all the towns in all the world, she walks into my. Is that the one where he's going to smack her? That's the same Casablanca. one. Oh, Casablanca. No, the other one. I'm talking. What is it? You gave us a hint? Casablanca. Oh, damn. You took it back, back, back. Man, yeah, that's when movies first started getting in color. One of these days, Mario, one of these days. Pow, right through the moon. All right, this one, number six. This one of my top five quotes of all time. I'm going to make him an offer. He can't refuse. Uh, fuck. Uh, movie. I just never seen the it. The Godfather. I don't know the name. Godfather. Right, Drake, Godfather. Yeah, I've never so, seen yeah. Godfather. For real? It's one of them, you got to just dead ass take all day and watch one and two back to back and just act like three never happens. I don't know. I, 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 I couldn't get into it. And it's crazy because I like mob movies. <coughs> that's one I just can't. When I be like, my boy, what did you do to my... Six times. Look what they did to my boy. That, that's why I get that from the Godfather. That's when Sonny got killed. <laughs> All right, number five. I don't know why this quote is number five. This is not a good quote to me. Really? Toto, I have a feeling we're not... In Kansas, in Kansas anymore. anymore. Yep. I don't know why that's the top five. You say Canada, Xavier? I say Canada. I'm so joked out. That is hilarious. <laughs> We're not in Canada anymore. Right, number four. Number four. May the force be with you. Star okay, Wars. I can see that one. Which uh, one? Everybody's been uh, saying that for centuries. So, yeah. About to say. That's the first one. Yep. That's New Hope. Okay. I'm about to... okay. Don't they literally say it at least one time in each of them? Yeah. <laughs> number three. You're going to need a bigger boat. Oh, that's Jaws. Jaws. Yep. Yep. Jaws. 
This one, another one from Casablanca. Here's looking at you, kid. Here's looking at you, quote? kid. Yeah, y'all know that quote. No, I remember I've never that seen one. Now that is before. one I actually do remember. I've seen that scene. And the number one quote of all time, according to this list, Smokehead. Y'all know what movie this? No. Y'all know what movie this from? Uh, frankly, my dear. I don't give a I damn. I don't give a damn. It's uh, Gone with the Wind? Is yep, it? Gone with the yeah, Wind. I've never seen saying. that movie. God, that. That's them old ass So that was the top that 10. Still in black and white. Uh, yep, that was the top 10 quotes, movie quotes of all time. Um, you can tell, you can see they didn't have no black people in these quotes, but that's okay. Uh, but, uh, I'm so junked out. Yeah, that was Eli. Except for the slave movies. Yeah, <laughs> true. I'm that's surprised Eli, there's Eli's no Samuel Jackson out. quotes. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker. We've reached the end to another exciting episode of the Trap Girls Podcast. Let's go ahead and sign off, Dre. Uh, as always, follow your boy Popcorn the Zombie on our socials. My bad for all the technical difficulties and absent of late, but I promise y'all we're gonna get back into the swing of shit. Subscribe to the Twitch if you got Amazon. It's free. Help a nigga fix my house. Uh. Other than that, it's homecoming. I'm finna go get really, really fucked up. And yeah, yeah. we back. We back. Shit, well, this is gonna be next week. Y'all gonna see. Y'all should have seen me. Y'all should see. Y'all should see me last week, Monday, then, when I start back streaming. Are we still doing game night? Yeah, we're gonna do game I, night. Yeah. I've be, been going there every week. Monday. <laughs> I'll be seeing. I'll be going in and out of your shit. But yeah, that's all for me. My bad. Talk to DX Vash on all platforms. Catch us on Monday, 7 p.m. Central. Eli. Follow me on Instagram at the real son Eli. Follow me on Twitch at official son Eli. Ready for some game night. Uh, we're supposed to be playing Among Us. So uh, Tony, Dre, Xavier, we need to find some people to play Among Us with. So. Oh, man. I don't know if my computer can handle that. Yeah, can run Among Us. Among Us is a, is a, a mobile game. It's ready. Yeah, yeah you new PC. He played Among Us with us last time. Yes, uh, 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 Uno have, uh, more, you have more trouble running that Uno game than you would among us, just to be honest, but. All right, yeah, I'll re-download so. it on my computer again. Make sure y'all continue to follow the Trap Nurse Podcast, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Remember, guys, grow the show. Uh, tell, like, 12 people. I know I said six people last time, but let's bump those numbers up and do cocaine like in Wolf of Wall Street, spreading the word. Y'all want us to come to you. That's how we be able to come to you. And we appreciate all the support we're getting, all the love and support, guys. We can't wait for the new season to come out. We're almost done with this season, so just continue to go with us strong. And, yeah, uh, it's Trap Nurse Podcast. Make sure y'all follow me also on uh, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, EXMANPG, EXMANPG. It's the Trap Nurse Podcast. We are out. We out. Peace. Only fans coming back, ladies. I'm just playing, y'all. I'm just playing. Listen to the Trap Nurse Podcast every Monday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes... 
their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.